Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Ben. Hey, Don. Good to be back on. How you doing? Doing great. Good to have you great. back on. So I'm seeing... I'm always, tweet- always a pleasure. Thank you, Ben. And I'm tweeting out, just so you know, your latest um, investigative work and your take on, on Broad and Liberty there. Thank you. Yeah. So the, the point of the matter is, even though the five officers who killed Tyree Nichols in Memphis were African-American, um, the predictable, uh, you know, pop political hacks that run most of these cities are pivoting to a racial and inequity uh, issue. And this is very easily debunked by talking to someone who has served in a majority African-American police department. And by the way, for folks who don't believe it, there are many. Memphis being one of them, D.C. where I worked, Baltimore, et cetera, et cetera. So what my article does is break down the increase in these controversial cases and the fact that because, uh, like the gun argument, people are so quick to pivot and politicize to make it something they could easily score points on or votes like race or identity or what have you, uh, we're missing the bigger point, which is a drastic departure from the way law enforcement executives were recruited, appointed, and ran their departments up until about 20 years ago. And that's really what we're going to look at here if you read the article. Yeah, and so the article, which you can find broadandliberty.com, it's just, just, uh, just breaking here. It's just being released and it says uh, Ben Manis's name, Ben Manis, is, Ben Manis, who you know, is just penned it. Not just Memphis, how we can learn from the death of Tyree Nichols. And that's just the point, Ben. I don't know that they genuinely want to learn from it. They want to pimp it with partisan politics. Amen. And that's the problem. The problem is everywhere you've seen them. I love the word pimping this. <laughs> uh, maybe it's because I have a 72 Cadillac. But yes, yeah, <laughs> Everywhere you see this being kind of portrayed in in an identity politics nature are the same places where the quality of policing has gone down. And, you know, don't take it from me. Ask any senior member of the Philadelphia Police Department. And what they'll tell you is, you know, the nature of the job has gone down drastically since we we conquered the issue of high crime. You know, you had the 60s and 70s. Then you had the late 80s and early 90s, the crack explosion. All of those proven methods that were used, the career path that really, you know, was a long term that no one was sought to have hopped off a police job. They got on and they did their 20, 25 years so that they could earn a pension. 
And within that 20 to 25 years, you weren't supposed to just sit in patrol and circle a block. You were meant to do greater things. And you wanted to sit in the car and circle a block. You went on a smaller suburban agency that was like 30 people and they didn't have all the career opportunities a big urban police department had. So when in, in the era of, you know, I'll say Charles Ramsey, and I, you know, I had to serve under him in Washington, D.C. before he got to uh, Philly. But even when he was in Chicago, he pivoted everything toward uh, metrics. And, and these metrics included, you know, police visibility. So, you know, you're looking at people like him or you're looking at Commissioner Outlaw, you're going to see a lot of social media posts where they're real eager to show cops shooting hoops in a community or, you know, she's at another meeting. If you look at her Twitter feed, it's almost all, I attended a meeting with these people and she's not actually addressing the elephant in the room, which is, you know, over 500 murders a year. And the reason they're doing that is because they want to soften the message of policing Mm -hmm. while giving everyone this image that the, the police are omnipresent because what she's doing is she's creating, you know, this, this, patrol-based policing where everyone's driving around the circle being nice versus (laughs) what it used to be, which was an equal, you know, before PSA policing, which is what Ramsey brought to Philly, there was an equal amount population dispersed officer to B ratio. And then the specialized units like highway, like strike force, like the field unit, different task forces with federal agencies, they would do the heavy hitting stuff so that you know, the, the, the mission wasn't just putting guns and drugs on the table off of quick street rips. So what does this mean for Memphis? Memphis is in a hiring crisis and they are in a huge crime crisis. I mean, they have their crime rates higher than ours. So they hire people quick. They stick them in specialized units to do jump outs. And then, you know, what happens is you're not really getting that long term indoctrination training and, you know, professionalism that you would get from, let's say, a New York City, mm-hmm. where three years it takes an officer into narcotics to get his gold shield and then start working cases that meaningful convictions uh, emerge from. So, yeah, I mean, you, you got to hire professionally, you got to recruit professionally, you got to fund professionally, but you can't just emphasize visibility or community relations. You have to put folks in a meaningful job that makes them want to stay a police officer for 25 years. And, and that's been a very long-term departure than what we're seeing now. And the high crime and professionalism issues, the use of force issues are a direct result. And so as we talk to Ben Manis, uh, who's a media contributor, author, writer, investigative reporter, but also has walked the walk as law enforcement on the national level and local municipality and so on, and a public safety and integrity, Cato Fellow. Um, and what do you call yourself? So your Twitter is at Public Safety SME, which stands for Subject it. Matter Experts. So we tweeted everything out, but I just want to make sure everybody knows all the info so that they can find you on Twitter and social media and broadandliberty.com. You know, we aired a piece yesterday of newly elected Governor Josh Shapiro, who, as you well know, Ben Manis, received the endorsements of the FOP and state troopers in Pennsylvania. 
and says that he is pro-police. And he talks about the importance of police being supported and that he mentioned what you've written a lot about, Ben, and that is he, he wrote about the importance or he said the importance of accreditation. Yeah. And I wanted to you get know, which which we don't have in Philly, nor does Pittsburgh. We're the two biggest cities in his state, which are kind of odd. But I mean, they actually go hand in hand with what we're talking about today, which mm-hmm. is the accreditation standards. Look at training and recruitment first and then bring it into the annual retrainings and in-service trainings and how the, the actual metrics exist to hold folks accountable if they're off that that policy that they're being trained on. Um, and, and, you know, Philly and Pittsburgh lost their accreditation because if you're training people and you're holding them accountable for traffic enforcement, for example, and then city council goes and passes a law telling people not to enforce traffic, I mean, you know, ask anyone who lives around Roosevelt Boulevard if that, that's helped <laughs> right. the, you know, the issue with traffic deaths and collisions. It hasn't. Obviously, it hasn't. Um, so, so it's a situation where they lost their accreditation. You know, we'll see with Shapiro. Shapiro actually hasn't been as disappointing as many Republicans thought he would be thus far. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I will say one thing about union endorsements, having been on the other side with the Barletta campaign and the Beth Grossman campaign, for that example. Um, you know, FOP tends to back winners, you know, because they need contracts. Mm-hmm. Um, so some of their folks they're endorsing may not be would the rank and file want the troopers. Um, and this is not a knock on the, the rank and file Pennsylvania state trooper because they do amazing work. But the troopers union um, normally will endorse a gubernatorial candidate who will keep them in the catbird seat as the principal law enforcement agency in the Commonwealth. And, you know, in turn, what they'll do is actually squelch the authority of like county sheriffs, constables and local law enforcement agencies. So they are at odds. You know, once you leave Philly, because Philly's the biggest, um, you'll find a lot of the actual people answering 911 calls in a particular jurisdiction at odds with the state police because the state police control the training commission and various things. So it. You know, I know that's very, uh, people are falling asleep on the air right now, but this is, <laughs> you know, endorsements don't necessarily mean you're going to be tough on crime. And I would love to see Shapiro kind of demonstrate, you know, walk the walk and talk the talk. And, you know, how he would do that in Philly is sending someone in to monitor at a state level the criminal justice system here. And that includes, ladies and germs, Krasner, because he has been uh, very mute on Krasner. And he needs to because, you know, people aren't getting prosecuted and, and it just makes these poor officers job a lot harder. So when you see, you know, Philly having an attrition rate because they're all moving to either the suburbs, ask Pat Malloy, or they're going down to Florida, Tennessee, Texas, where they're still giving signing bonuses and letting cops be cops. You know, it, 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 this is all because they're not being allowed to do the job in a way that provides them job security. This isn't about money. This isn't about residency. Daryl Clark's 100% wrong when he talks about residency being the issue. How do I know? I worked in D.C. after Ramsey, um, but even before that, Marion Barry, who decided he wanted a D.C. residency requirement for cops, mm-hmm. leading to two years of solid corruption scandals, 89 and 90, where there were huge felony arrests in the police department. Why? 
because he took, you know, his, his national hiring pool down to 28 square miles. What did you think was going to happen? Yeah, it's so true. And I'll, I'll ask you this because we've talked a lot about, we've been reporting on Ben Manis, the, cause you, your, your broad and liberty piece talks about the murder of Tyree Nichols and the reaction and the media reaction and so on. To me, my take on that is that the Democrats have know that it's a losing issue. The defund the police movement has been a losing issue. And so to me, as they gathered for, I mean, the tragedy certainly and the memorial with his parents, his mom, and certainly our hearts and, and prayers are, are with them as they deal with this and had a look at that horrible video. But I do see that I, I in a political sense, I see the Democrats trying to say, well, we're the ones who are about reform, and that's why we want to push and, and pass the so-called George Floyd legislation, of course, ignoring the Tim Scott legislation. But should they not, should Republicans not, you know, remind everybody to say, no, 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 we're going to push either the Tim Scott legislation or Tyree Nichols' George Floyd laws that talk about looking at the big picture. In other words, is this latest tragedy really about we talked about pimping the politics democrats trying to take hold of this and diffuse that defund the police movement that has clearly been a disaster they're not trying to defuse it they're trying to redirect it um and even look you there's a job open literally as we speak here in philadelphia for a hundred plus thousand dollar director of this new police uh, oversight commission mm-hmm. and they're only seeking people who have no police experience or training Great. They want people who don't like the cops yeah i mean it's they want a civilian who's got a chip on his shoulder uh and and that what's going to happen take it from a guy who lived the ccrb in new york is they're going to have all these unfounded complaints sitting on police officers personnel files and they're not going to be able to get promoted and then they're just going to leave and that's the, the question here is you know what are they doing with the money all that Funding that's gone to these community groups who are supposed to reduce violence in Philadelphia and haven't came out of the police budget. So the question with Tyree Nichols is, you know, why the, you know, they're talking about reforms. What do these reforms mean? They're going to direct it to the streets. They're going to direct it to, you know, more scrutiny and make the police officers jobs harder in places like Memphis. When the real question should have been how, Two of the five officers on this elite scorpion unit that the very chief who disbanded it, it founded not more than two years ago, right? They are only two years on the job. Now, I, I came from the city with the largest police department in the Western world, 40,000 people. And you did not get on a citywide targeted street crime unit with only two years on the job. You were still on probation after the 18 months. So the question now is why, you know, this isn't police culture you have to look at. This is the culture of a jurisdiction that's so hard up that they are putting two-year rookies on a citywide jump-out team. And let's peel that onion a little further. And this is what makes me really crazy about it. Why are they so so hard up? Memphis is a very cheap city in a tax-free state. And if you look at the very same, look at Nashville. Nashville, Knoxville have boomed economically. Memphis is still floundering. So the question is a municipal mismanagement that's leading to these horrific incidents. It is cause and effect. You know, and in my article, everyone should go to Broad and Liberty and read. It's right on the masthead today. In my article, we talk about Commissioner Bill Bratton, 
the retired NYPD commissioner who was single-handedly responsible for the largest decrease in municipal crime in history worldwide. And this guy not only worked in New York, he worked in L.A. And when he went to L.A., they needed to hire a lot of people, third largest police department in the country. He did a national recruitment drive. He sent LAPD recruiters to New York, Chicago, Boston, Baltimore. And guess what? When people got interested in moving to sunny California, he abridged all of their tests into one week. So he didn't reduce the qualifications. He wanted the best the nation had to offer. But he took all the fat and bureaucracy out of the recruitment process so that they could actually schedule people for appointments the way that the private sector does, Mm -hmm. netting them in a nationwide pool of really good cops. And if you look at the places that are doing it right, again, let's talk about the troopers. Mm -hmm. New Jersey, $121,000 top pay, requiring a four-year degree and actually competing on the physical requirements. So you could meet all the qualifications, but the guy next to you did two more pull-ups, and he gets the job. So they're, they're bringing in for $121,000 the best the Northeast has to offer, and they don't have residency. Well, they do when you get hired, but they, you know, they don't make you come from the state to take the test. Pennsylvania pays a lot less, I mean, over $30,000 less, and they have a high school diploma. Now, DSP are great, but let's take a hard look at why one agency does everything in the state and the other, you know, gets this look from in the cities like they're AAA with a badge, right? Mm -hmm. This is important. You want the best and you have to compete for it. And places like Philly are so accustomed to their patronage pits that they will not, and ask Dale Clark because he's still trying to push for residency, they will not look at the best practices that the L.A.'s and the New York's and the Austin, Texas's have to offer right now. That's incredible. All right. Final question, Ben Manis. And we thank you because, you know, I saw that your Broad uh, Liberty piece was dropping. And I thank you for coming on this morning and filling us in. Everybody's sounding off about the Chinese spy balloon. And we're having some fun. I mean, Rizzioli just tweeted out, uh, maybe the Chinese Spy balloon will drop more of Biden's classified documents onto the streets of Montana. <laughs> Some people have said maybe maybe they're watching Yellowstone. They want you know people are having fun with it, but there are serious. There's a obviously a very serious side to this too. What, what's your take? Uh, my take: the minute Northcom figured out what this thing was and that it was in our airspace, we should have uh, we should have apprehended it. It doesn't mean we have to shoot it down, but there's ways to to, to figure it out, right? To, to, you know, to kind of corral it. Or, or There's a lot of intelligence to be gained there if they could keep this thing in one piece when they, you know, when they get it. Um, but the, the issue is you don't just leave it up there because for all we know, they're transmitting images to China. And unless the NSA and, and CIA have that, um, you know, that, that they've tapped into that so far so they know what they're looking at over there, which, again, has value, uh, this is an infringement of our airspace. So if you're, uh, let's look in contrast to if you're a wayward Cessna pilot taken off from Teterboro and you're looking for that beautiful image of New York and you don't put it over the radio in a timely fashion. Mm -hmm. F-16s 
will take your wing position. Yes. And guide you to the ground. <laughs> Yet we have we have something that's already been publicly identified as a foreign intelligence actor sitting over our, you know, northwest corner of the country and we're letting it be there. So my hope is that this is less incompetence and more the the IC, the intelligence community saying, we want to see where it goes. We want to see what they're gathering so that we could use it. But if they're not, oh boy, is this a massive screw up. Yes, indeed. Ben Manis, thanks so much for just sharing all of your vast information with us, for joining us. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.